0: Snap production
1: uh what uh, what's going on in here I've fallen
2: and I can't get up <laughs> scared allow me
1: to welcome you Friday
2: the 13th ah! ooh welcome to this very gruesome
3: Friday the 13th, if you don't mind. Uh, 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 uh. Uh, Matt and Alex are joining you. I feel like we have spooked to our required quota for the year already. So yeah, we I don't can't think spook we anymore really after this.
2: It. Well, the next spook fest isn't until um, Halloween anyway, so it's, you're going to be
3: spook-free for quite a while. Spook-free Fridays, much like feces-free Fridays today. But whilst we will not spook, we shall certainly Spook. And that is, Matt, an idea that we have had recently is going from the bedroom to the world.
2: Yeah, that's right. Uh, You know, if we're talking about Friday the 13th, one of the most classic slasher films going around, uh, we will be using our knives, not on a group of camp counsellors trying to reopen a summer camp called Crystal Lake, which has a grim past, according to IMDb, but we will be (laughs) using our knives to cut through a delicious crumbed fillet of chicken with some sprinkles on top. That's right. We are bringing yeah. to life, much like Frankenstein himself, <laughs> an idea which was born on this Matt and Alex podcast, and we will dive into it very, very yeah. shortly. We've also got some incredible international superstars, I saw.
3: Yeah, that's right. If you like live music, you'll love these guys. That's right, Sophie Tucker is going to be joining us. Uh, they don't mind releasing a banger, and we are very excited to have both Sophie and Tucker on the show with us today. It's
2: going to be absolutely massive. We're also going to be dipping into the mailbag. Hope you are well. Let's dive right in. Hey, this is Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast. This is
1: just the start.
0: Everyone ready? Let's get this show on the road. Let's go. Here we go, here we go, here we go. Matt and Alex, All Day Breakfast.
3: Well, let's face it, Matt. The very first beer ever brewed was a home brew, right? I think it was Mm -hmm. some monks over in bloody Bavaria or something, wasn't it?
2: I don't know. I mean, I could Google it, but I don't have time for that
3: right now. We're in the middle of a podcast. (laughs) Yeah, we are. Can't bring back our favourite segment about Google Singles on the internet. No, (laughs) but what I'm trying to say is the best and most exquisite ideas all started at home, okay, but from there, they make the transition to fully fledged, commercialized, slick, perfected art. Well, that's it. I mean, art. it's
2: funny that you say art, Alex Dyson, because, you know, most people, you know, these people who you see, your Kanye Wests, your Taylor Swift's, they start off in their bedroom, tinkering with their yep. little beats and their production, you know, singing. Bill Gates songs. started
3: Microsoft in the garage. Yeah, that's it. Then suddenly.
2: You know, this leads to that and they hit the road, okay? And Mm. what you're talking about, Alex, the reason why you bring this up is because our little idea, our little Mm. hundred or thousand, okay, the single little tiny uh, coated sprinkle is about to turn into the hundreds, and the thousands. And it's about to find a little bed on top, a nice fillet of crumbed fried chicken. We are
3: taking the fairy schnitz on the road. We are happy to announce that we have organised with a legitimate licensed venue and eatery for one night only (laughs) to add our creation, the fairy schnitzel to the official menu and you can come along and alongside us consume the world's first commercially available fairy schnitzel. It is a massive, massive occasion, Matt, and I am so, so excited.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Now, if you haven't caught up on this fairy schnitzel saga, here is just a little recap for you. It is my birthday. Nothing too exciting. Might head out for a schnitt tonight. I think for
3: a birthday schnitt, you should probably replace the breadcrumbs with, like, um, sprinkles. (laughs)
2: Hundreds and thousands. (laughs) Yeah. Fairy schnitt.
3: (laughs) (laughs) I think we've invented a new Australian cuisine, the fairy
2: schnitt. (laughs) That is right. And now we are at the stage where, on Wednesday the 25th of May, for the price of just $20, okay, at Bell's Hotel. Which is pretty good for a full schnitty these days. Yeah, at Bell's Hotel in
3: South Melbourne,
2: that's 157 Moray Street, all right, you will be able to taste and sample and try the world's first fairy schnitz.
3: Matt and I are going to be there. We'll be waiting tables. We'll be eating our own fairy schnitz. But it's very excited. Thank you, Bells Hotel, for um, well, I would say taking a punt, but this is sort of an odds-on favorite to be a um absolute game changer. This is
2: like dropping a thousand on Amazon a few years back. (laughs) You
3: know what I mean? So from 6pm, we're going to be at Bell's Hotel in South Melbourne. So people of Melbourne, come along and taste the sensation that is the fairy schnitz. And uh, yeah, we look forward to having the who's who of Melbourne cuisine joining us at Bell's Hotel South Melbourne for what is a big night. And you could be there too. You don't have to buy a ticket, just rock up. The fairy schnitz, 20 bucks. And if it happens to be your birthday on
2: that particular day, then hit us up. Let us know at matt.and.alex. We'll try and make it a special occasion for you.
3: All oh, right, yeah. We, we were going to do that special deal where if it's your actual birthday, you get your fairy schnitz for free. I think we're, <laughs> we're covering it. We haven't confirmed
2: this with the accounts department yet. Uh, we cannot <laughs> promise this yet. But let us know. Get in touch with us at matt.and.alex on Instagram, and we'll at least choose one lucky birthday Person to get a freebie, but maybe a few more as well. So please let us know if you think you'll, you, you'll come, regardless of whether it's your birthday or not. If you want to be a part of it, just slide into our DMs, let us know, because we'd love to uh, have a chat with you and see what you're most excited about. Hey, Alex Dyson, I tell you what I'm excited about is our next guests. Up next on All Day Breakfast,
3: it's Sophie Tucker. Order up! Just how you
1: like it. Perfect.
3: Hey, it's Alex. Before we do do Sophie Tucker, I should tell you that unfortunately my recording program stopped just as the interview finished. So I don't have some crisp, pure audio of my mic for you. Occupational hazard of recording in your childhood bedroom. But look, I don't think it detracts too much. So please enjoy the interview with Sophie Tucker. Oh, Matt, cannot wait to chat to our next guest's who have made me dance all lockdown. And for many years now, uh, they're an incredible duo called Sophie
1: Tucker. Their latest dude, Original like in, the, the Sin, sounds like this.
3: It's off want. the brand new album, Wet Tennis, and we are incredibly lucky to have Sophie and Tucker from Sophie Tucker with us right now. G'day, team.
0: Hello. Good
2: day. Oh. Good night. Whoa. Sophie, we've been able to see you for quite some time,
4: but Taki, you you were in the dark for a long time just then. I couldn't find the light switch. <laughs> I, I tried everything. Every light switch I could find.
0: Wow, what was the secret?
4: What, what happened? <laughs> yeah, the secret is knowing where the right light switch <laughs> was is behind a little plant.
2: Well, look, we're glad that you were able to join us today. You guys are in the uh, rehearsal studio today planning for what's going to look like a, a huge tour happening, in, especially through Australia in, uh, in the next couple of months.
0: Yeah, we've been at it all day. We've been rehearsing, choreographing, going through every song it is. I'm so excited. Like, basically, we saw the production for the first time today. And, I mean, we've been designing it this whole time, but, like, we saw it in the flesh. And it looks even better than the imagination.
3: Do you feel the pressure to step it up every time? Is there ever a point where you could have to, like, strip it back? Or could you just keep growing and growing? If there is that point, we're definitely
4: not there yet.
2: (laughs) Has there been any moment, maybe, Sophie, you can uh, give us some insight, where... You think you have a grand idea, and then the budget comes in. It's like that's literally going to cost like two million dollars. We cannot do it. Has anyone done that yet? Oh my God,
0: all the time. Literally every (laughs) like Tucker's probably nodding up. It's probably about lasers. He really loves (laughs) loves lasers, and it's so expensive. Or like anything that is, um, like that will get the venue dirty, you know, like confetti or, or like like random things that you would think like could be so simple. (laughs) Like that shit's so expensive because it has Uh to be cleaned up.
4: (laughs) Yeah. I think all the ideas, whatever you end up seeing, probably on any tour, is a giant idea that was said, no, 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 (laughs) until it was able to be paid for.
0: (laughs) Well, I also will say the production is magnificent. For this show. Like we didn't skimp either. Like it's like the whole wet tennis tour.
4: Yes, we paid an arm and a leg for it if that's what you're <laughs> no,
0: saying. No, but it amazing. <laughs> I just didn't want it to sound like we didn't make it the best possible.
2: We would never expect it to be anything less than the best. I just, you know, I know how it goes. You, you say you'll say, like, oh, we'll release five thousand pigeons, and it's like, that's not, that's literally not possible. Right, exactly. So yeah.
4: Only ten.
3: <laughs> ten pigeons. The album you're gonna be playing plenty of songs from is the new one wet tennis which is an acronym for when everyone tries to evolve nothing negative is safe but also has those sport connotations as does one of my favorite songs Larry Bird is anyone in particular in Sophie Tucker an NBA fan Yes, big
4: NBA fan here, big basketball guy. I played college basketball. Was always training to be a pro player, actually, and ended up getting sick. And that's when I started making music, and then met Sophie, and we started a band. Wow! I can still shoot, but I can't mm. move like I used to be able to move. But uh, yeah, I mean, I'll beat you in a game of horse.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I will take you to that. I mean, I'm not. I'm no slouch. I did play for the Brisbane State High School Opens. <laughs> Uh, you know, um, on the bench, (laughs) but um, so Tuck's dad, tell us about Tuck's dad.
4: So my dad is on the track. He, uh, basically the song is called Larry Bird, and it's about Larry Bird, who was a famous basketball player. I'm from Boston. He was a famous Boston Celtics player. I wore 33 my whole career. Uh, the stories I would always hear really like played a role in the in my whole life and learning like how what a crazy work ethic he had and you know he wasn't the strongest guy he wasn't the fastest guy he wasn't the most athletic guy but he gave 120 percent and there's stories that that I just constantly heard from my dad about Larry Bird and I really kind of internalized them I think and I think have brought a lot of that to Sophie Tucker and to to what we do and it was always a dream of mine to make a song about Larry Bird and (laughs) then to actually get my dad on it telling the stories he used to tell me when I was a kid uh, it was just really special we've actually been talking about today with him on the phone I think he's going to come out and perform the song with us at one of the big shows on this tour And it's really funny at first he said absolutely not and by the end of the conversation he was saying I would like Almond, butter, and avocados (laughs) on my
3: rider.
2: (laughs) (laughs) And what about about you, Sophie? Then, um, you know, if Tucker gets that uh, glimpse into his childhood, is there a song that represents that moment for you or, you know, a pastime that you were almost kind of on the cusp of making it that wasn't music?
0: Well, there is a song on the album that's very, like, it's like the dad song for me which is uh, the cover of what a wonderful world which is the last song in the album and that song's really special to me because my dad sang it to me when I was born and covers are one of those things where you're like you never actually want to do a cover because you you don't of a great song because you're like I could never make it better like it's the it's the best song ever but we really tried to just take it in a completely different world and I'm actually so 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 happy with it I I genuinely listened to it for fun
2: and and yeah and you know and you'd probably if you didn't do it like you'd prefer to die knowing that you did it and tried it (laughs) and that it meant something to you than to have not done it and you know thought about what if
0: yeah, I mean, yeah. but I, I also think sometimes we try covers and we're like, no, let's not even let's not even touch you
4: know, <laughs> Yeah. yeah. If it not. had sucked, if it had sucked, it wouldn't be on the album.
3: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it is excellent and part of an incredible compilation of songs, Wet Tennis, the new album from Sophie Tucker, which is out now and You'll be able to see live if you've managed to snag yourself a ticket to Splendour in the Grass in July in Australia. Ooh. But uh, for that full Sophie Tucker experience as well, with this incredible live show we've been hearing about. They're doing some side shows in Perth, Adelaide, Melbourne, and Sydney as well. Sophie and Tucker, it is absolutely awesome to be chatting to you today. Thanks so much for making time for Matt and Alex's All Day Breakfast and hopefully see you uh, when you're down under very soon. Thank you, guys. Can't wait to be there. Thank you so much. You can turn all the lights off now, Tucker. You're, yeah. you're all done.
0: <laughs> Sweet.
1: All day breakfast
2: Well alrighty Alex Dyson Let's crack open the crisp bar because Oh we don't call it leftovers anymore Do we? We call it mailbag now
3: <laughs> It's the same it's leftovers, thing leftovers, it's mailbag it's whatever the time capsule, whatever you want to call it. It's uh, the uh, texts and messages and callers that we have been unable to get to throughout the week, and so we wrap them all up in this fantastic Friday segment. Matt O'Kine, what what feedback have we been having?
2: Well, look, I mentioned that I broke my phone earlier this week, um, and Nick got in touch with us and said, boys, I got a brand-new iPhone 13 on the 3rd of January, tested positive for COVID on the 4th of January. Isolated for seven days. And my first day out of ISO, I jump in the car to visit my parents and the phone slips out of my pocket without noticing. Drove straight over it in my ute. Obliterated. <laughs>
3: oh, that's a double whammy, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> yeah. James, this is in regards to the worst birthdays and uh, <laughs> I forgot we did. What would you make your nubbin do? Which doesn't make any sense.
2: No, I remember if you could make a clone out of, a little nubbin cut off of, of you, yourself, and you make your nubbin do all the dirty
3: work. James says, on my 18th birthday it was the same day as my year 12 English exam, which was my worst subject. Uh, uh, but also, my nubbin would do all my housework while I sit on the couch. It would huff and puff and slam cupboard doors because I wouldn't help.
2: Yeah, I hear you. So thank you. There's no way to not do housework while someone else is doing housework around you without feeling like the biggest... Like crumb in the world. Yeah. It's like, it's like the worst thing you can do. I think I've even said it before there's no worse feeling than if someone vacuums under your feet. Do you know what I mean? Even if you can clean the whole house and if someone vacuums and then they have to get under your feet, you just lift up your legs while you're on the couch, nah, you you are the worst person. Um, Tom got in touch and said, uh, this is in regards to the Bomb Squad. That's right. We do have uh, the world's first podcast street team still out and about. Tom sent us a photo of a uh, very snazzy-looking uh rav4 i RAV4. think it is with the matt and alex bomb squad logo on the front thank you very much still
3: repping the squad absolutely love to see it tom spotting that in the wild and uh we've also had a uh message from a uh, one richard from warnin who was actually helping out with the dyson for warnin campaign g'day richard g'day alex how are you going
2: now, Richard, you're, you're a volunteer on Alex's election campaign. What's the response been like on the street? People uh, you know, scrunching up the leaflets and just chucking them in the bin or anything like that,
3: or are people happy? Because everyone on the podcast just hears me going, oh, it's going great, but what's actually going yeah. on, Richard?
1: Yeah, it is, it is going really well. Um, I was at the forum last night and heard the candidates, and Alex was really outstanding. I, I thought he, he uh, was by far the best of the speakers.
2: Well, there you go. Thank you, Richard. And we'll make sure we send you uh, the check. Keep an eye out in the mail for that <laughs> brown bag. Hey, look, Richard, you had an airport mishap, um, a security mishap, which is what we were talking about earlier on this month. So what what, what happened at the yeah. airport?
1: My family and I, we'd been living in China for 12 months. And on the day before, uh, we we're about to head home. My son, he was nine, thought it'd be great to go and get some fireworks. So we... You could, you'd get a great big box of them for about $10. So he and I spent the afternoon building snowmen and then blowing them up with uh, cherry bombs. Uh, so we'd stuffed our pockets, and uh, when we ran out of cherry bombs, uh, we went home, Went travelled back to Australia, out of China, and then I uh, was stopped over in Japan. And while we were in Japan, we were looking at all the posters on the walls about all the the jail terms that you'd experience and the pain you'd suffer for ever bringing explosives onto the plane. Oh, we got back to Australia, and uh, when we, we got our domestic flight, there was a guy vacuuming various people, just random people. Uh, he was uh, vacuuming down to detect uh, explosives. And uh, we'd left China. It was like minus 15, so I had a really heavy coat on. The, the one I'd been wearing the day before when we're blowing up uh, snowmen. Uh, and as I, as I took it off, I, I thought, Gee, what's this in the lining? Two cherry bombs. Had fallen through the hole in my pocket oh. and were hidden in the lining of my coat. <laughs> I'm thinking, oh my God. Oh no. And then we uh, opened up my son's case and he had about a dozen cherry bombs in a bag hidden right in the centre of his case.
2: And he just decided to smuggle them like unknow- like knowingly. He wanted to sneak them home to play with
1: show his friends. Oh my <laughs> yeah, back <God>. in <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you'd managed to do it unscathed. Yeah, even thinking of it now, I have this sense of dread and feel a little ill oh, at, at what would have happened had we got uh, detected. Oh, my
3: gosh. Well,
2: <laughs> we're glad you didn't get caught. and I'm glad, well, you know, maybe airports Step it up a bit, eh? <laughs> yeah, and please? I'm not
3: sure. If you're part of a different political party and want to expose the Dyson campaign <laughs> for having a volunteer who's a global explosive <laughs> smuggler, then just make sure you tone that down a little bit. It was an accident and he's since... Be very remorseful. Thanks, Richard. That's amazing. (laughs) Okay. Good to talk to you guys. Thank you. Catch you later. And we will see you next time here on another episode of Matt and Alex All Day Breakfast. Thank you so much for your company today and uh, have a really, really great weekend. See you on Monday morning. Bye-bye.
0: That's it. The All Day Breakfast kitchen is closed. Got something to add to the show? Slide into our DMs at matt.and.alice.
1: Listener.